the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Here's a piece yours truly hosted that I trust you will enjoy. Everything's all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the post game show. Dwayne Patterson here. One more day actually running things to be able to get my point of view across before Hugh returns from his summer cruise, in which I won't get a word in edgewise because Hugh doesn't have a producer and we're going to have to go back to that tired old shtick. But he will be back tomorrow talking about the Cleveland Browns and all sorts of stuff that really nobody cares about. But in the meantime, I want to pick up on something that we didn't talk about on this college cheating scandal, which everybody is talking about today. Everybody is talking about this story today. Um... From a talk radio standpoint, by the way, this is the greatest story in the world. Just just from the from the sheer metrics of what animates you as a talk radio producer slash talk radio host, what kind of a story are you looking for to engage a nationwide audience with every day? This would be it. For lots of different reasons. It's got celebrities. It's got corruption. It's got all sorts of money going on. It's got it's got all sorts of things that you could want in there. There's 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 politics if you really want to get into it, meaning of the 50 people that are involved, there's like a couple that are noted Republicans, but most of them are Democrats and they don't they're they're donors to Democratic uh, candidates and causes. There's you, you could you could play with the politics on it if you want. But mostly it's just a story that resonates with everybody. You know somebody that has gotten screwed in the college admission process. You know somebody that has. And you're thinking to yourself, <laughs> you see, that's why they didn't get in, because of somebody that, that cut in line by cheating. And it's a great story. And and, and with the added pers- perspective of, from a talk radio media person like me, for 24 hours at least, you get away from Donald Trump. This story has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Nothing. Zero to do with Donald Trump. And so for a whole day, we got to do something different. Yay us. Yay America. Go after these people. Prosecute them. Um, much, of course, the reason the story became the big news that it was was because of the celebrity angle, the Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughman angle. And rightly so, when celebrities get busted, it becomes a thing. You know, O.J. Simpson, uh, uh, Robert Blake, uh, Michael, ja- you know, Michael, well, Michael Jackson. I mean, there's, when celebrities get in trouble, you know, that's kind of a thing. We kind of do that here. Well, 
there are other people that got busted in this. And Ed didn't even have a chance to get to it. I didn't run into it until but later on in the show today. But I want to read to you another mom who is has gotten busted, has been indicted, just to let you know what people actually are accused of doing in the scandal and why this is just such a grotesque scandal in practicality, but a great story from a media standpoint where I come from. Among the multitude of grotesqueries found in criminal charges detailing a nationwide college admission scandal is the alleged behavior of Elizabeth Meyer Kimmel, a wealthy media executive who lives on a sprawling La Jolla, California estate. That's in uh, San Diego County. It's the kind of the rich person's home outside of San Diego. This is a smoking gun story by William Bastone. The 54-year-old Kimmel heads Midwest Television, a firm she inherited from her late father. Kimmel, who appears to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars, last year sold TV and radio stations in San Diego for $325 million. The media executive and her husband, Gregory, are board members of a family charitable foundation with $27 million in assets. According to a U.S. District Court complaint, Kimmel illegally schemed to get her daughter and son admitted to Georgetown and USC, respectively. In both instances, federal prosecutors allege Kimmel conspired with others to grease acceptance to the schools by falsely portraying her children as Division I athletic recruits. As part of the scheme, Kimmel used her family's charitable foundation to pay more than $500,000 in bribes, prosecutors charge. Kimmel and her husband are pictured above flanking her son Thomas at his June 2018 high school graduation. Nice-looking family. With the help of intermediaries and a corrupt Georgetown coach, Kimmel conspired to use bribery to facilitate her daughter's admission to the Washington, D.C. school. Kimmel and her cohorts falsely portrayed her daughter as a, quote, ranked player, end quote, and a, quote, purported tennis recruit, end quote, investigators allege. In return for her daughter's admittance to Georgetown, Kimmel paid $275,000. The money came from her family's charitable foundation. That's not, that's just not disgusting at all, is it? The Georgetown tennis coach, prosecutors allege, eventually received a total of $244,000 in bribe payments. Kimmel's daughter graduated from Georgetown in 2017. She was not a member of the tennis team during her four years there, you'll be surprised to learn. In 2017, as Kimmel's son Thomas was applying to USC, his mother and several co-conspirators falsely claimed that the teen was an, quote, elite high school pole vaulter, end quote. In an athletic profile prepared by one of Kimmel's alleged cohorts, a photo of a young pole vaulter clearing the bar at 14 feet was included. However, the boy in the photo was not Kimmel's son, who never participated in track and field at all while enrolled at the Bishop School, a private La Jolla prep school. Additionally, Thomas's application to USC falsely claimed that he was a, quote, three-year varsity letterman, end quote, in track, and was one of the top pole vaulters in the state of California. Again, the kid never did track at all, 
in high school. After Thomas Kimmel was admitted to USC, the family's charitable foundation made a $50,000 payment to the school's Women's Athletic Board. A second payment, this time for $200,000, went from the foundation, a charitable foundation they set up, which basically was the College Slush Fund Charitable Family Foundation, allegedly. This payment went from the foundation to a group controlled by William Rick Singer, the alleged mastermind of the nationwide cheating ring who has been cooperating with federal prosecutors and has agreed to plead guilty to felony charges. Prosecutors have charged four members of USC's athletic staff with involvement in Singer's operation. One of those accused, Donna Heinel, presented Kimmel's son to the USC Subcommittee for Athletic Admissions as a purported track and field recruit. While probing Kimmel, agents determined that her son was unaware that he had been admitted to USC as a recruited athlete. His mother's alleged illegal machinations were apparently done behind the student's back. Now, I just have a simple question. I'm not here to indict the kids. I'm not. The kids actually may be victims in in some instances here. Not all, but some instances. I can see the kids being victims in this. But I just have a... Think about this, America. Think about this and... Maybe we'll talk about this with Hugh tomorrow, but with Hugh being back, probably not, because it'll be drowned out by Cleveland Browns talk. But on the after show, which you can hear if you go to Huniverse.com, H-U-G-H-N-I-V-E-R-S-E.com, where I expound on all sorts of things in the afternoons, and it's pretty cheap, too, just a few bucks a month, Huniverse.com. You don't have to bribe me like you bribe a college coach to be able to listen to content. But think about this. If you are a high school graduate and you are applying to a school like USC and you get the acceptance letter from USC, right, you supposedly are able to read well enough with enough proficiency to be able to read the acceptance letter, wouldn't you think? Somewhere in the acceptance letter and or package, wouldn't it say something in there? about, hey, we really hope to see you launch yourself over a pole really high up in the air or a bar up really high up in the air? Wouldn't you think they would say something about the whole athletics part if they accepted you as a athletic recruit? Maybe they, maybe they don't do that at colleges. Maybe they accept college athletes and say, hey, you're accepted to the college. We'll talk about the athletic stuff later. Or maybe they just don't talk about it at all. But I kind of thought that if you're accepted as an athletic recruit, they're going to encourage you to enhance your both your academic and your athletic career. Welcome aboard. We hope to see you launch yourself and do all sorts of things. How does the kid read his acceptance letter and not know, hey, hey mom, this says something about pole vaulting. I don't know what pole vaulting is. I've no, I've never seen a pole vault. What 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 am I what am I supposed to be doing at this college again? How how does he read his acceptance letter and not realize that he got accepted as a pole vaulter and had never been on a track before? But I don't know. This story is remarkable, and I don't think this is going to go away in the next couple of days. It just because of the celebrity aspect of it, and I don't think it should. 
the problem is, as we talked to Jay Matthews from the Washington Post, long time, almost 50 years as the education columnist for the Washington Post. He's kind of a cynic about this, and he thinks that this is kind of a one, two-day story and that colleges aren't going to change the infrastructure of how they recruit very much at all because at the end of the day, the big money donors to the colleges, they want to win football games. They want to win basketball games. They want to win baseball tournaments. They want to win sports. And so they are going to go outside their normal uh, curve when it comes to accepting students because they want athletes. And so they give way too much difference to coaches, and they're not going to rein it in yet, as long as those coaches still deliver results and they win games. So there is kind of a built-in soft underbelly is what Jay Matthews called it. But anyway, we'll talk about this with Hugh tomorrow, who is actually in academia, by the way. He is is, uh, a law professor at Chapman University, and he knows all about the education process and the admissions process. And I'm going to try and goad him in to talk about that just to spare you from Cleveland Brown's talk. You're welcome, America. Have a great day. I will talk to you tomorrow on the next edition of the Hugh Hewitt Show with Hugh Hewitt and the postgame show where I don't get a word in edgewise. It's been nice knowing you. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.